Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News and your daily wrestling newscast for Tuesday, February 27, 2024. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with last night's Monday Night Raw broadcast live on USA Network from the SAP Center in San Jose, California. The show concluded with a confrontation between Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman in which Heyman insisted that Rhodes withdraw the challenge that he made to The Rock last weekend at Elimination Chamber. Rhodes refused and laid out the personal security team that had accompanied Heyman to the ring. Let me make this clear. If one more person takes a step towards me, I am dropping every single person standing in this ring. I respect that. As I'm sure you will respect, that threat doesn't apply if I'm that one person to come close to you, right? Wrong! A defiant Cody Rhodes! Steel chair in hand! Unloading on Heyman's henchmen! Crossroads! No wonder those cops got suspended. Because the bloodline isn't hunting me. I'm hunting the bloodline. The show closing angle took place following the main event in which Rhodes pinned Grayson Waller. Also on the show, Nia Jax won her match against Liv Morgan by disqualification after Jax was attacked during and after the match by Becky Lynch. Lynch's attack was a response to Jax attacking her during the opening segment of the show in which Lynch had confronted her scheduled WrestleMania opponent, World Women's Champion Rhea Ripley. In other results, Sami Zayn pinned Shinsuke Nakamura, Raquel Rodriguez beat Chelsea Green, Imperium defeated New Day when Ludwig Kaiser pinned Xavier Woods, and Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark beat Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae when Baszler submitted Hartwell. In unfortunate news, last night the wrestling world learned of the passing of Alan Robert Rogowski, best known in his nearly 30 years in the wrestling business as Ole Anderson. One of the most influential and important wrestlers, promoters, and bookers of modern times, Anderson was also a founding member of the Four Horsemen and one half of one of the most celebrated tag teams of all time, the Minnesota Wrecking Crew, along with Gene Anderson. Known for his intense, realistic promos and working style, he debuted in the AWA in 1967 as Rock Rogowski, but by the following year had already joined Jim Crockett Promotions where he would be renamed Ole Anderson, replacing Lars Anderson as the work brother and tag team partner of Gene. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew was instrumental in developing a highly influential style and format of tag team wrestling that was adopted by nearly every major team that came after them. On a record-setting seven occasions between 1975 and 1981, they captured the Mid-Atlantic version of the NWA World Tag Team Championship. They also won the Mid-Atlantic Tag Team Championship and Georgia Tag Team Championship seven times each and were named Tag Team of the Year in 1975 and 1977. 
Ole would also hold the World Tag Team title with Stan Hansen and the Georgia Tag Team title nine other times with Ivan Koloff, Lars Anderson, Rene Goulet, and Ernie Ladd. He held the National Tag Team title in Georgia and Mid-Atlantic with Thunderbolt Patterson and Arn Anderson, the former Marty Lund, who was first paired up with Ole as the newest Anderson brother in 1985. He worked both the Mid-Atlantic and Georgia territories all through the 1970s and early 1980s, becoming a highlight of TBS wrestling on national cable thanks to memorable feuds with the likes of Wahoo McDaniel, Roddy Piper, Tommy Rich, and especially Dusty Rhodes, whom he infamously turned on in a steel cage match in the Omni in 1980. It was also in Georgia that Anderson spent years as the booker, eventually owning a piece of the company. Ever the traditionalist, Anderson opposed the sale of Georgia Championship Wrestling to Vince McMahon, refusing to go to work for the WWF, as his former partners Jim Barnett and Jack and Jerry Briscoe had done. After attempting to run opposition, Anderson rejoined Crockett Promotions full-time, where he took part in the formation of the original Four Horsemen along with Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and Tully Blanchard. Even after stepping away from the ring by the end of the 1980s, Anderson remained with the company through its transition to WCW, holding executive positions of power until being ousted by Eric Bischoff in 1995. In later years, Anderson was highly and vocally critical of many changes to the wrestling business and many individuals within it. He even wrote a book about it entitled Inside Out, How Corporate America Destroyed Professional Wrestling, published in 2003. His notoriously cantankerous nature often made him unpopular during his retirement, just as it had made him during his active years in the business. Anderson struggled with several health issues in old age, including a multiple sclerosis diagnosis in 2007, followed by loss of mobility and memory. He is survived by Marcia Kane, his partner of 22 years, as well as seven children and many grandchildren. Once again, Alan Rogowski, known in the wrestling business as Ole Anderson, passed away yesterday at the age of 81. In ratings news, final numbers are in for last Friday's episode of SmackDown, showing a total viewership of 2.272 million on Fox, down 11% from the previous week's 2.555 million, according to Russellnomics. The rating in the 18-49 year old demographic was 0.62, also down from last week's demo rating of 0.70. Also, AEW Rampage brought in a total audience of 364,000 to TNT back in its normal time slot last Friday, according to Russellnomics. In news from Japan, New Japan Strong Women's Champion Julia will be finishing up with stardom after her contract expires next month, according to an exclusive report in Tokyo Sports. It has not been made known what her next move might be, with some reports indicating a potential jump to WWE's NXT brand, while the Wrestling Observer Newsletter indicated she might be taking a break to work on her English fluency before making that transition. It is not known what plans New Japan and Stardom may have for the strong women's title that Julia still currently holds. And in more WWE news, a former wrestler Nick Kanitsky discussed his time wrestling for the WWF in the 1980s specifically mentioning that he was sexually propositioned by then-talent relations agent Terry Garvin and that Vince McMahon failed to do anything about it. During an interview on the Pollock and Thurston show, 
Kaniski recounted Garvin hitting on him repeatedly and insinuating that he could help his wrestling career in exchange for sexual favors. Kaniski also recounted informing Vince McMahon about the situation and that despite McMahon's assurance that he would handle it, the harassment continued. Kaniski claims that he then was pulled off the road and immediately terminated after complaining to McMahon about his loss of income. The late Garvin was implicated directly in the company's notorious ringboy sex scandal of the 1980s. Kaniski wrestled for the WWF as an enhancement talent from August 1986 through May 1987. He is the son of former NWA World Heavyweight Champion Gene Kaniski. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and 7 days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The wrestling news can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the wrestling news podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, for daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall. Just the Wrestling News. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.